So uh, I appreciate it, Stephen. And uh, what I wanted to talk today, talk about today was um, actually something that rose out of Teach Them Diligently. It's uh, connected uh, to homeschooling, it's connected to parenting, but uh, uh, some of you may actually be surprised, uh, maybe not, um, considering the time of year that uh, we're in today. Um, but uh, I wanted to talk about uh, prayer and Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, as we kind of look at uh, Thanksgiving going into next week and how prayer and Thanksgiving are often coupled together in the Bible. And um, I think that we kind of know this intuitively. And uh, we do a, um, on Wednesday nights, as part of our church, we do a prayer group at our house. And it's interesting how often when uh, we do a prayer uh, group like this, that we um, have to kind of prod people to think about praise and thanksgiving. And I think that's because it's a very unnatural uh, bent. Um, we have to kind of move against the current of the way we think, uh, the current of the way the world is running. Um, but uh, when we look at, for instance, you look at the, uh, uh, the Lord's Prayer, um, and uh, you think about the disciples and them asking Jesus Christ to teach them how to pray. Um, Jesus, when he kind of gave them an illustration, he gave them the Lord's Prayer and he starts the Lord's Prayer off with hallowed be your name, which is clearly praising God. But praise is simply thanking God out loud. Matter of fact, you can actually use that as a definition for praise. It is thanking God out loud. And so in, in this illustration, uh, when Jesus is teaching the disciples how to pray and he's giving them the example prayer, he starts off with um, um, this uh, demeanor, this posture of uh, uh, thanking God out loud for who he is. Um, lifting up his name, but he, we are lifting up his name using his character and who he is. But um, there's other instances of prayer in the Bible where uh, the people are just saying, Lord, I thank you for who you are and what you've done. And it comes from this, this belief that God is good and his love endures forever. And this is something that, again, is actually kind of difficult for us. And I actually think in some of my studies, I think that the reason why, one of the reasons why it's a little difficult for us is that when we think of Thanksgiving, we don't think of it as a posture or a demeanor. We think of it as a response. So um, I have four kids um, and we're a typical homeschool family. Um, and uh, when our kids were younger and we were teaching them, uh, we would go to a restaurant and uh, we would be really careful to teach them how to do praise and or please and thanksgiving. Um, they would always ask the waitress or waiter uh, to bring them, you know, chicken nuggets. And it always start, may I please have X? And then they would say, thank you. And that was like the regular, you know, we were really kind of 
uh, uh, we wanted them to have that habit. And we do the same thing around ha- holidays. Um, coming up on Christmas, you have birthdays. Um, parents are very active. We were very active in making sure the kids um, would always thank people for the gifts that they were given. And this is kind of the way we teach Thanksgiving. It's a response for something good that has been done for you. But um, this, and there's nothing wrong with this courtesy. Uh, I'm not trying to, to present this as a negative, but it does kind of color the way we think about Thanksgiving. And the way that the Bible kind of handles Thanksgiving is, first of all, we're to always be thankful. But the idea is, is that um, you are given, you know, this world that is surrounding you is a gift from a creator God. And so it's not really a response because the things that you have to be thankful for, they're all around you. And so it's this filter in the way that you look at what God has done for you. And it takes humility to do this because so often we think of things as earned, like we have done this to get this. And um, uh, the idea, again, Thanksgiving and humility in the Bible, you didn't earn this. It was given. It was given by God and it was given out of grace, which is unmerited favor. And actually, when you look at the original Greek words that come that that are in the Bible for Thanksgiving, which is uh, Eucharisteo, um, charis, which is the Greek word for grace, is actually inside of that Greek word for Thanksgiving. And so understanding grace and having humility, which Basically, you did not earn what you're thankful for is integral to understanding the thanksgiving of the Bible and coming to God with this demeanor of thanksgiving. So when you think of God as the creator and you come to him in humility, knowing that you didn't earn this, so you're thankful for your house. Well, your house, it is it is a gift from God. Everything that we have, it's a gift from God. Our wives, our husbands, our uh, children, um, everything that is around us, even some of the things that we don't necessarily think of as things that we would be thankful for are actually a gift from God. And we don't see that unless we're humble. So um, the idea is, again, Thanksgiving that I'm trying to get to here is that Thanksgiving is foundational to this Christian reality, just as much as prayer is. And then often they are coupled together. Um, they, uh, they're a hallmark of, of a Christian. Uh, it's what makes you different. And so you see this in 1 Corinthians 4.15. Uh, for it is all for your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. And so it's like this idea of um, as thanksgiving spreads among Christians, among people that are Christ followers, it's like 
grace kind of goes with it. It's like Thanksgiving, grace, prayer. It's like all these things are kind of moving together, but it doesn't come natural. And I think that's the reason why we have to prod people a little bit to think about Thanksgiving is that what is natural is actually the exact opposite, which is envy. It's, um, hey, I want this stuff rather than I am so thankful for what I have. And we are, again, to be approaching God with this idea of thanksgiving for what he has done for us. And it takes work. It takes a actual conscious effort to go, okay, wait a minute. What do I have to be thankful for? Because our natural bent is to think about um, what we want or what can I use in my life or what is the difficulty in my life that I need to have removed? Um, that's just kind of our natural bent. And, um, and you see this also in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, how prayer and thanksgiving are coupled together. The other aspect of this is that we just work better when we're thankful. Um, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I think this gives us a really strong idea of the power of, you know, prayer. We all understand the power of prayer, but I think we often miss the power of thanksgiving and how it kind of goes together with this idea of prayer and uh, impacts the world around us and kind of ripples out. And we are different, not just because of prayer, but we're different because of thanksgiving. And so I wanted to just kind of focus everybody on this idea of the power of Thanksgiving and what it can do in our hearts and minds and what it can, the impact that it can have on the people around us because it impacts the way we approach other people, but it also impacts the way other people see us. And so I just want to kind of uh, uh, bring that out in this discussion. And as we're in, you know, approaching this holiday of Thanksgiving.